Hello and welcome to another episode of Fun Bearable. I am Brad Rohr. I am always going to be Ray Harrington. <laughs> I, it's hard. I how disagree. Many episodes, <laughs> oh yeah. How many episodes deep are we? Real quick, who, are, who the hell are you? I'm Chuck, the Postmaster General State. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. We're so many episodes deep, it was never like a conscious choice. I know. Every episode, I pick a different thing, yeah. and I don't plan it, nope. and it just happens. That's obvious. I, you know what I wonder? Hey, I wonder, who, do you think, who do you think that was the first of us, definitely not Brad, to do the middle name thing in this Unfunbearable? I genuinely don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Because I used to do, I was like, I'm Charlie Bucket. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I would just do weird ones like right I away. I think it might have been me only because of the yeah, order. Maybe. Maybe who knows? it was. Who knows? Little behind the scenes BTS, but little FB BTS. But we're here, uh, doing our duty. We're we, here. We love the we're, listeners. We're steers. We're peers. And we're uh, peers. We're, <laughs> we're here. We're peers. And we're steers. Get used to it. <laughs> we're peers. Uh, That's when I get so successful that they're like, "Those guys yeah. are below you," and I'm like, "We're here. We're peers. Get that's, used to that's it." That's Brad starting his. His, it doesn't even matter what you are parade. <laughs> like, he's not part of the gay pride parade. He's no. not part of the straight pride parade. No. He's just a guy who's like, hey, it's fine. I just like parades. Oh, yeah. Around Halloween, we're here. We have fear. <laughs> Get used to it. Um, so, ooh, we're feared. That's a good one. So today, we're, uh, we're catching We're weird. Up. We, we're, we are weird. We are weird. <laughs> we're getting used to it. We're getting used to it. I'm yeah. trying to get used to it. We're gonna do some mail sack episode. Uh, uh, mail mail sack. At, what do we say? Oh, we say crack that sack. I wish I had a pitch pipe. We are <laughs> we are going to read emails that our fun bears have sent in and answer any questions and chat about those emails. And Brad's gonna reach deep into his gooey gooey sack. No, and I pull, pull out, out those, those transcripts. I don't yeah. like. <laughs> So I guess what you could say is, no, let's don't. get it started. Or in other words, one, two, three. Crack, crack that sack! This is from March We need a theme song. 30th. <laughs> we do. We use the postman. Hey, Mr. Postman. Oh, yeah. We but I, I feel like after Crack That Sack, it's oh. like a 70s game show. You oh, know and I mean? then maybe like a big, like, like it's cracking open Ooh. a sack. That's cool. Or you hear like a thwack. <laughs> oh, like what if he's yeah, unzipping then Brad Zip. put his testicles Zip. on the thing? Funk. <laughs> yeah. March 30th of 2021. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's from our pal Zane <laughs> Desjardins. <laughs> It was the reaction to it, you know. It's like a, it's like a early Joel McHale talk soup me. kind of stuff. Oh, <laughs> so meaty. Do you realize, like, whenever we don't podcast for a little bit, we get it here. Yeah. It's like three baby birds. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Out. There was a phrase that I was using during uh, the shooting of uh, "Be a Man" when we were ready for a thing and we'd been prepping for so long yeah. for that day to shoot. Yeah, and we can't be on uh, yeah. like Derek and I would always be like we can't be on for this we just have to let it happen trust that we will be funny naturally right? yeah yeah stop trying to make jokes right because it was the first day was like unshootable it was yeah, bad yeah, yeah. and the phrase became we need to shake the jimmies off mm. I don't know why that's the the that's phrase good. something about it of like listen some sprinkles that's good too many 
Not it's not you got to shake those jimmies off. I get right? I like that, and it's just get that out of your system. We do you know it. We I mean? do a get the giggles out. Yeah, we, we have a kissing it. contest, and it really helps us get <laughs> get a lot of it out. We're both one. Mm-mm. You win. You win. And then Brad's like. <laughs> 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 this is from March 30th. Oh, yeah, mail. From Zane Desjardins. Hey, Chuck, Brad, and Ray, hope all is well with you. I don't Same. really have anything to say. Oh. I just listened to episode 34 of the podcast and felt like sending an email. Nice. Fun Bearable is still my favorite podcast going. Thank you. Maybe it's changed. Yes. <laughs> Since March. And the content remains top tier. Yeah! I usually start by listening to the podcast, but then about 10 minutes in, switch to the video version on YouTube, but continue playing it on my phone on silent, just so it will show up as my number one podcast for the year, and Spotify wrapped. Thank you. And you know what, viewer, listener? We could all be a little bit more like... How about this? Let's say this. Tell me if you guys are in. If you don't do that exactly, yeah. we don't want you listening to our podcast. No. You need to you it. need to be listening or watching. You need to stream in some way, consume each episode of the podcast on three different devices. <laughs> yeah. On loop. On, on a loop. loop. Do you have a computer that most people don't use a lot? Put it on a loop. Yep. And just walk away. Yeah. Walk, walk away. Walk away. Yeah. Did you guys hear about that band? I love this little tidbit. They gamed Spotify. Oh, yes. yeah. The, the silent album? The silent album, and they convinced all of their fandom yep. to just like play it on repeat. Yep. And they did that, and they gamed Spotify, and it's beautiful. Yep. And then they, of course, changed it, so they can't do that. Yes. <laughs> I knew you would look at me when I tried to lick my phone. <laughs> Everything about that. Let me slap my phone. Ugh. All right, cut. Greg. I just looked over and it was like it was an ad. That's a Dunkin' Donuts cup, right? Yeah, yeah that was an ad for Honeydew. <laughs> Starbucks. Where they're just like, go to Honeydew, otherwise you get this. <laughs> Greg, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lick my phone. I don't want it on camera. <laughs> cut to Ray when I do it. <laughs> oh. Well, oh. I would I pay for you it? Got it right? You got it a little right there. <laughs> Thank you, you're cute. Also, I just I wasn't re-listened. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're like, ah, nice one. Yeah, and you just got shit all over your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we try to record two episodes in a row? <laughs> the Jimmys have overtaken us. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Also, I just re-listened to episode 530 of the Chuck and Brad podcast on a road trip. For any new fun bears, you should definitely go back and listen to that episode. Chuck, Brad, and Ray pitch their movie mashups. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite episodes oh. of that pod. For any chubies who came over to Fun Bearable and who have listened to that podcast Foobies. that were as curious as I was, Dominic Toretto's prostitute total in Chuck's pitch was $12,150, not including any tips he may have left. <laughs> Do you remember what? In my pitch, <laughs> yeah, I, I have no memory of this. Okay, in my we did it. We, we did an episode where we all did IP mashups. Yeah, yeah. Right? And mine was uh, Fast to the Future. Right. Oh, and, we had a huge fight over whether or not the the like technically you could duplicate the car with time travel. Yeah. <laughs> so in the beginning, everyone from Fast and Furious dies. Yeah. And he's so sad that he ends up spiraling into depression and going to prostitutes. 
and he pays all this different amount of money for hand jobs, blow jobs, like hot dogging, and I list all the stuff that he does. Hot, wait, hot dogging? <laughs> Go ahead, Brad. So a woman has... Of course her, you know what hot dogging it's, is. It's a long-standing Brad joke. Oh, okay. A woman has her buns. The gentleman puts his penis as though it's the hot dog between two buns of a hot dog, and he thrusts back and forth. So there's no penetration... I feel like this is. I feel like this is eleven-year-old Brad (laughs) describing what sex is. We did a thing one time where I reached, I reached out to this lady of the night (laughs) for Brad for his birthday (laughs) in real life. (laughs) Your face is like that, and but it was. I'll tell another day. It to was, be continued. <laughs> well, I reached out to her. We were, I was saying funny things. Oh, it's being continued now. We were, we were having fun <laughs> and we were joking around. Uh-huh. And one of the things I said was that we're hot both going to jump out and hot dog the heck out of you at the same time. Oh. <laughs> Which is really weird. Just anatomically impossible. <laughs> uh, would love to hear Sheila's reviews of all three of those films. <laughs> oh, yeah. We that, haven't heard from Sheila in a long time. That's it for this email. Again, hope all's well. Please continue to be fun bearable. Chuby, Raby, and fun bear for life, Zane. Thank yeah, you, Zane. Zane. Love and, that. And I would say, if we ever wanted to do like a little mini audio Sheila the Movie Sluts podcast, I would oh love to do that. Just doing reviews and stuff? Just, like, just you, like a small one. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the hard part, though. Like, Sheila... She just likes like a five out of ten movie. She loves a movie you put on in the background. That's cemetery too. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know how Sheila would feel about that. Yeah, I would, it's we, so funny. Sheila existed for like two minutes and fifteen seconds. I know, and has persisted, and st- and yet staying she power persists. Yeah. You know what we should do? Also, I will say thank you. Zane. Zane means so much to me. What a great dude. Yeah. Let's put up the our IP mashup episode as a bonus at the end of this week sure yeah that way the people who are fun bears that haven't listened to it yet can hear it it. and they can hear what happened with dominic toretto what he went through yes and you can hear chuck's uh incorrect idea of of quantum physics and time travel (laughs) as duplicating objects oh i wish we're back to that argument it's funny because give me a chalkboard all i'm gonna say as proof that i'm right is a a deleted scene where biff comes back sure and his cane is still in there okay b Ray had the opportunity to ask Bob Gold Bob Bob Dole was it Dole or Gale? Bob, yeah, it was Bob Dole. Yeah, Bob Dole. <laughs> it was Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Yeah, it was famous writer of Back to the Future. Bob, Bob Dole. Dole. Bra- Ray had the opportunity to ask Bob Gale. There you go. Who is correct? And yeah. he chickened out last minute. I didn't chicken out. I, you said you should ask him that, and I said <laughs> no. Right? <laughs> I said get the director, get the person, the writer director. He wrote it and he produced it. I said get the writer of Back to the Future. Involved in our petty argument. Yeah. <laughs> he loves hearing those kinds of arguments yes. from fans, right? I'm going to reach out to Bob Gale. Okay. And he's going to say, I don't remember Ray. You know what he's going to say? Of course the cane still exists in the car because it's future Biff uh, who went back in time to do that in the first place. So the, the cane would still be in the car. So, yeah, but the, well, but he went back to a timeline. So close where, to getting yeah. into the right. next email. He went back yeah, to yeah. a timeline where the cane wouldn't exist anymore, but it still existed later listen, on because they find the cane. Listen, we did this already. Let's not do it again. Please. We both will not convince the other. Agree to disagree. Exactly. And Bob Gale will be the tiebreaker someday. No, we don't need that. No, Bob Dole will be the... Yeah. From All right, April, I'm going to ask Bob Dole, too. Bob, ask Bob Dole. <laughs> Planchette. April 3rd, Eric. 
Hey folks, big fan of the podcast going back to the Chuck and Brad days. You were recently talking about adult stores and some of the strange names they have. Yes, and it brought, the fifth wheel. <clears throat> it brought back a memory from my hometown area. I grew up in Western Mass, and the town next door for me had an adult video store called The Cup Store. Why was it called this, you ask? Well, from my understanding, at the time, stores in that town were allowed to sell porn and other adult products, but it could only be a certain percentage of items, less than half, I believe. To get around this rule, this store sold two things, porn and solo cups. Cups were stacked in the windows, doubly clever as it hid the adult items from Street View, and half the store space was taken up with solo cups. This was the 90s pre-internet, so the rules and all that were passed to me by a friend. It could be totally not true. Maybe the cups were just a big seller. Either way, I think the cup store fits very nicely into your definition of adult stores with interesting names. Yeah. Thanks for bringing back that memory. Keep up the good work with the podcast. I'll be listening. I love it. That is great. Yeah, I remembered one uh, like out of the ether now. I don't know if I brought it up last time, but it was it was the fifth wheel, which is just such a weird name oh, yeah, for a bizarre. porn store. Yeah, yeah. Also, the cups. I here's my theory. All right. I think it's called the cup store. I don't think it's the rule about that. And I think it wasn't solo cups. I think it was Dixie cups. Mm -hmm. And I think they handed them to gentlemen walking into the booths Mm. saying, we're sick of cleaning the floor. Get it in the cup. Yes, please. Do you have have a theory about fifth wheel? Uh, None. Uh, Maybe just like, it's like if you were a wagon, that'd be your wiener. Right? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know The fifth wheel. I don't know. I know what a third wheel is. Yeah, third wheel makes sense because they'd be like, we're adding a thing to your bedroom. But what yeah, would the fifth, fifth wheel? wheel? I, I mean, I felt like a fifth wheel when I go out with two couples. So yeah, but maybe two couples. Maybe it's my store. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, this is an email from the April. The first Brad. <laughs> from April 6th from Tara. <clears throat> hey, guys. Is it Tara Strong? My hubby and I love the podcast. We started listening to Chuck and Brad and loved the episodes with Ray. So we were oh, excited when the three of you decided to do a podcast together. Between our demanding jobs, raising our eight-year-old, and everything else, my hubby and I have limited time to watch anything together. Almost invariably, if there is a new fun bearable, fun bearable available, that is what we choose to watch together. Thanks wow. for all the laughs and keep up the good work. Holy shit. That's the nicest compliment I've ever heard. Yeah, me too. Thank you, Tara. I'll say this. Uh, and hubby. Let's talk about That's Ray's- how busy they are. They have no, she didn't even have time to write husband. Raise consistency. Ray just said it's the nicest thing I've ever heard. Ray oh. responded to that email and said, this is the nicest thing to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's fun like being so late with these. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Remember, but that yeah. is a genuine response then. That's and, great. And I'll say it's what's really cool about that is, A, it's two different, like very different. Like, you know, it's a wife and a husband. And when they have free time, yeah. they both choose to watch this. And listen, I understand that period of time so well tara i get it one million percent my wife and i uh we have this one window of time that we can like sit down and watch a thing together and it's after my son goes to bed and before my wife inevitably just passes out Mm -hmm. right and that period of time that one and a half hours that we get maybe two if we stretch it how is her drinking problem? I was I, I was gonna say I was gonna say that Ray was roofing her yeah. at dinner. Uh, it's it's called uh, like we have a nine year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and she has a day job yeah. that she has to do, and I'm the the work at night guy. You know. Yeah. So, uh, but it's it's doing okay. She's yeah. fine. Yeah. She's all right. Yeah. She's all right. 
the program works if you work it. Yeah, right. That's true. She's on step one. Right. Uh, and, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. An she'll, get, one. she'll finish it. She'll yeah. finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, no, no, no. That period of time is so valuable to Kalina and I, where if we watch something. Like there are some like shows where I'm like this show is is coming out or it's something I want to see. Uh, I've said to her like let's watch the first episode together. We'll see if it's fun. See if we want to invest in that. Yep. Uh, and then we'll we'll go from there. And sometimes we'll be like yeah let's watch that show. Mm-hmm. That's we're gonna add it to the roster and we'll get to that as we go. Uh, and then other times it'll be like yeah I'll watch it on my own. Yeah. Because my own time is like I'll watch some bullshit. Yeah. Right. But this is the valuable. The, the this crossover is the two time, of us. Yeah, yeah, it has to be good, right? And it's so like we value that time so much. So to hear that the insane thing that someone who also has time that they value like that right. is choosing to watch this right. right now. Yeah, so much pressure. It's like, hey, do you want to uh, <laughs> do you want to finish the Sopranos? It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuck tells a story about seeing a boob. So yeah, I yeah, got, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got to yeah. see. I got to see where this goes. It's so cool because by the end, and you got to watch the whole thing. It's like The Wire. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really slow, and it's so long. But uh, man, by the end of that two-hour episode, when they get to a point where they're both like kind of seriously arguing. <laughs> For too long, yeah. I did see a so boob. <laughs> I know. I had, I I agree with that. On that, we agree. Common so, ground. But yeah, it's uh, agree it is, to disagree. Yeah, it's so like that's that's wild to me. So thank yeah. you very much, yeah. Sarah. I hope everything's okay. You know, there's other stuff. I just finished watching Fargo season one again after nine years. My wife and I thought it was the most valuable rewatch we've ever had. Maybe check that out. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, this is it. from Samuel, uh, April 12th. Clemens? A.K.A.? I, 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 other than Zane, I don't really do last names, but yeah, this is from Mark Twain. I knew it. Yeah. He, uh, you aren't He's gonna, a huge you, fumby. You, you aren't going to know. You, you don't want to know what word go, went before your oh, name. Oh, no. yeah. I <laughs> know uh, this is from Samuel. Hey, guys. First of all, I'm not sending this for my hotmail because Ray suggested it. I actually still use it. And I'm not ashamed. This is a Hotmail email? Uh, I think he has a Hotmail, but this is not from his Hotmail. Oh, damn. Yeah. Because it won't work. It won't come through. We talked about embarrassing moments on a podcast. The embarrassing moment that came to mind for me was from the seventh grade. (gasps) Prime time for embarrassment. embarrassment, A girl I liked needed some sort of writing utensil, be it pen, pencil, crayon, whatever. I offered my penis. I offered up a red map pencil. When she was done and okay. tried to give it back, I said, keep it. That's she, cool. Yeah. She understandably... My panties are wet. ...had a very confused look on her face, but and? said, dot, 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 okay, dot, 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 dot. And that was the end of that interaction. <laughs> I have no idea why I thought gifting a red map pencil would impress her, and I'm fortunate that I never found myself in a situation the rest of the school year where I was in need of a red map pencil. Cheers mm. from South Texas. Oh Sam. man, I love it. Seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Whoo! There's ah, uh, that's that. Uh, I was saying before we started recording. Oh, I thought of something I could, for the podcast, and I forgot it. And it was within that realm of like those really embarrassing things that you either believed when you were a child like yep. that age, 
or that you did that oh it was what did you do that you thought was like cool yeah. oh my god you know what i mean i can't i don't know him doing the red it. the yeah. red pencil and like saying keep it it's like in that moment you're shot in black and white you got a cigarette hanging from your mouth you're in a noir and you go keep it honey and she's like oh and she faints because she's so turned on i actually told a story to a friend like four days ago you know i was at my first boy girl party we were at kevin cox's house in mm-hmm. his basement i would never go to a boy girl party at a cock house like that like if yeah. i was like the girl's dad i'd be like you're not gonna go to that Cox's right well house. you know what uh dire chuck i don't think you should go to a boy girl party <laughs> yes. At your age. Uh, I've said my daughter. And so I, uh, you know, at the time, because I thought it was cool. Yeah. I would barely like crack a soda can. So yeah. there's just, and, and basically then use it as a sippy cup yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm standing there wearing my bugle boy jeans, mm. probably a bugle boy shirt, holding my barely opened can of root beer. And it just slipped out of my hand. Mm-hmm. And I went to catch it and it flipped. But then I caught it with my other hand. So like, That's cool. Well, maybe, except it got shaken up. Oh, yeah. By the flippings. By the flippings. Yeah. And it fizzed up all over my hand, yeah. all over my Bugle Boy jeans, and all over the carpet. The and, ag- and again, I'm like, this is my first party. I had... Yep. basically guilted Kevin into inviting me. Yeah, being like, yeah, no one ever invites me to parties. And it's like you <laughs> premature ejaculated socially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, to his credit, he was like, it's no big deal. And he, like, yeah. cleaned it up. Whereas, like, if that happened at my house, my, my mom would have thrown me out the window. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was, it was super embarrassing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, how many of the people that were there at the time remember it? I'm like, I remember. I just that seventh grade thing, like that's a, that's an accident. That's that's an oopsie, and mm-hmm. it's embarrassing. the The idea of giving the pencil and thinking you're cool in that moment. I remember like that seventh grade period, and it seems like a little cliche because we've seen this moment in TV and movies. Mm-hmm. The things that there are moments that I think back to where I was gonna go to school the next day with this new piece of clothing yeah. or something, and I was like, this is cool mm-hmm. this is who i am now yeah, yeah. right like that silly thing of like uh the cliche of uh, uh the you know the the trope in a movie of like a kid getting like a fedora hat and oh, they're like yeah. that's me now you know that kind of thing but i remember <laughs> moments like that like uh there was a uh, so there's a band cky yeah camp kill yourself mm-hmm. from uh sleepaway camp uh, uh is it yeah, that was so. it was mm. uh they it, the idea was that they were going to make a movie like Sleepaway Camp oh, and they called okay. it that yeah. because Yeah. Of that. So, you know, uh Bam Margera's brother was the drummer. I really liked that band. Okay. Saw them live. I think they were my first live band, right? They did have some great riffs. I will say the riffs are beings. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh so I loved the band at that time and I got a hat at the show that I went to, right? Talked to the guys. They were very nice gentlemen. Yep. Uh, and uh, the hat that I bought at the show was a little too small for my noggin. Mm-hmm. It was one of those flex fit deals, mm-hmm. but it was yeah. like a small medium flex oh, fit yeah. instead of the medium large. Right. Uh, and so it was a little tight, and it had the CKY logo, mm-hmm. but then they they put an FU on one side and an OU on ah, the other side, yeah. so it said, fuck you. Nice. Yeah. And I remember wearing that hat like thinking genuinely like i am a fucking rebellious fucking wild guy yeah oh shit here comes the wild card this guy doesn't give a fuck yeah right i genuinely thought that way and thinking back to it now i'm like 
what an asshole. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> just walking around, but also being like, like a good person like yeah. i wasn't a shitty right. person like, <laughs> like fuck you you're like you know what helping I mean? old women cross the street yeah. that's what i mean wearing, your wearing you a hat that says fuck you on <laughs> it and it's crazy and i remember having that and uh when i went to college i had that hat and i didn't think about that hat that way anymore right yeah and i remember wearing it one day because like probably just oh I'm, i need to get to class like and it's an early class i didn't yeah. take a shower let me throw that on uh, and I was wearing the hat and I had like a quick conversation with a nice, uh, adult yep. that that's at the school. It was the, uh, it was the school, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Chaplain, the school chaplain. Oh, I was going to say chaplain. Yeah. But yeah. It was the school chaplain who was also a police, uh, something or other, right. uh, and, uh, negotiator for the state, all that mm. stuff. Um, he, did some stuff later it's a thing he's no longer with us because he jumped off a bridge uh (laughs) working at a college will do that to you uh it wasn't the college (laughs) bam margera's first video project that was released yeah before cky you know what it's called jump off a bridge oh there you go and it was the stuffed one they were throwing it off yeah uh i like how you said that like hmm so look what happened. It's an urban legend. Your, your hat that connected like, let, me, let me Google nope, this hat. I think it was the uh, questionable history with a small uh, boy uh, that, yeah. that uh, <laughs> was coming out yep. uh, at the time. He was the uh, he was the reverend that did uh, uh, the the wedding oh. for my wife and I. Oh, oh because he no. was a he was a friend. He was a friend of us and uh, hey, a see, wild. This guy has more pedophile friends than all of us. I have three. Damn! Have have three? Oh, oh yeah. Well, two of them are in this room. I don't like that at all. I don't like. I'm not yes ending that. I'm no, I'm a hard no but on that. Uh, no but what's the but? No but no but no but no. Uh, but uh, it, it is. Uh, yeah. So I was wearing that hat. None yeah. of that information needed to come no. out for this particular thing. He was a well-respected man, right? And I had a nice conversation with him, and I walked away, and I went, "My hat says fuck you on it." I've never owned, and I just took it away, and I never wore that hat yeah. again. That's for that reason. Yeah, I've never owned a piece of clothing that had a swear on it. It's just oh, I wear my cunt shirt all the time. Well, but there is like there was Brad's a, wearing it today. There was, there, was a, <laughs> there was a few shirts that said like "fuck you," "you fucking fuck," yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And, or like just whatever it would have like the you know, I don't know I'm, I was gonna say if you're reading this the bitch fell off but I guess <laughs> I mean I have that shirt with the entire monologue of Quentin mm. Tarantino from Pulp Fiction yes yes but I've never owned a uh, a shirt with a, 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 yeah. a, a like a either a swear or like a a sex phrase on it it was so weird because I genuinely in my child brain. You know, but like by the time I got to college and at that moment, that was yeah. me growing up and going, "This is very stupid," yeah, and I'm getting yeah, yeah. rid of it. I understand. But that child brain, and I remember seventh grade. You're rife for all of that. That's there's a reason why that's always like the coming of age yep. period of time. I'll say in in eighth grade, I had a crush, uh, and and uh, crush on a young lady, and the way classes went, we had different lunches every day, like B period lunch or C period lunch, and we just alternated. Yeah just the way things shook out. And the days I would have lunch with her, I wore a hockey jersey of a different team because my brother had a lot of hockey jerseys. They got passed yeah. down to me. And I would just wear one because I'm like, no, this, this is cool. Like, it's it's a little too big for me. This is the thing. And, you just but, think but, it's a cool thing. But if thing. you were like, hey, 1992 Brad, name a hockey player. 
Right. I would have got. I would have given you Wayne Gretzky, and that the the barrel runs dry after that. Wow. But I was like, I I just like the look. Now, yeah. This did not impress her. Uh, I think I eventually was like, dear, you know, will you go out with me? And she circled, no. <laughs> so, which harsh? Come on. Hey, she circled. She didn't just throw it away. Yeah, that's true. So you're telling me there's a chance. By the way, it looks like we have uh, a couple more embarrassing stories here. Ooh, oh, that's good. fun. Yeah. For for me, uh, for mine, um. I'm just thinking, by the way, it'd be yeah. great to do a podcast episode called I Thought It Was Cool. That's yeah. that's why I thought of this thing uh, on the way here. Remember I said that this started with like that idea yeah. of something, and this was it. We should absolutely do an episode where we talk about those coming-of-age periods of time where we thought these things were cool because there's so much there. Ugh. And if we just think about it for a little while, I went through a Hawaiian shirt phase. Oh, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for that to come back So, so yeah, here, I'll give you, you my little seed. We're each going to give a seed today. In future, we'll do a real episode about it. That's how we got that girl pregnant. <laughs> we'll each give a seed today. Yeah. And we wins, won't wins. know. <laughs> we won't know. Um, I mean, the baby's me. four feet tall. Yes. <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I saw the... <laughs> That's funny. When I saw Puff Daddy and Mace in the Mo Money Mo Problems video, yeah. mm-hmm. they both had silk basketball jerseys or like baseball jerseys, actually, because they had sleeves and they were like made of completely of silk. And I made my mom drive all over from mall to mall yeah, yeah. to mall so I could get a silk baseball jersey like Puff Daddy and Mace. Mm-hmm. But I, and we didn't find one. But I have a sneaking suspicion that if we did, it might not have looked as good on me as it did. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. disagree. I think it we should great. absolutely do that as oh, an episode. I thought it was cool. We owe that to you, viewer, listener, and to ourselves. Because I think yeah. there is something special about that to recognize. Like When you were that age, all of this was absolutely the most important thing in the world. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the, uh, there, there's a reason why that's always funny is because it's the tiniest thing. Yes. And matters zero. Oh, absolutely. But you're taking it so seriously and clearly wrong. Oh, that's you know what I mean? That's, yes. that, that is beautiful. That's it really, really is. Uh, please. This email, April 14th, uh, from Cody. <clears throat> so back in seventh grade, I had been held back. I had a lot of family seventh stuff, grade. whatever. I got held back a grade for another reason. My family moved to another town, or maybe they were worried people would be like, look at that dumb asshole. But I made a friend, Alex. He was a fine guy, but he always tried to one-up me or pull gags on me. Fine I'm not, guy. I, I'm not pointing at Ray. Yeah. Fine guy. Tries no, to we're one up we're me all giving the time. a knowing glance yeah. to each other. Yeah. Of course you are. I.e. he asked AKA a girl. A.K.A. trying to one-up me. I.e. he asked a girl out for me who I didn't like. Tried to make me look oh. stupid with a joke, but I was the M&M to his vanilla ice. Ooh. That's, a great, that's a great turn of phrase. And also incredibly white. Yes. One day, he wrote a short story for our English class, again, seventh grade, yep. and in it, he made fun of me, apparently. I, I like wasn't that. there that day, but it made the rounds at school, and Ooh, everyone worse. laughed. Yeah. Oh, fuck Alex. What a shit. Wow. My devious plan was set, and a week later, I unveiled my own story. Oh, God. <sighs> I thought for a second you were going to say that this was written by Dylan Klebold. (laughs) But instead of a one-off joke, (laughs) I made the entire short story about him and his B.O. Without too much detail, there was a bird, hot air balloon, Chuck Norris with his fist beard, and Leatherface coming after us. Our saving grace, his infamous stench. 
It was so bad, and by bad I mean nuclear, that the entire classroom was dead silent. Minus one kid who was laughing quietly and so hard he was as red as my teacher's face, but for a different reasons. Anyways, love the stories, and it brought back a ton of memories. I hope it makes you cackle. Sincerely, Cody of Robots Don't Age. Wow. wow, I love it. Thank that's you, great. Cody. Oh, man. I really Good. appreciate that because that is that's what I'm talking about. Those things. It's the most important thing, and you're just you're wrong. You know what I mean? I, I love that. I like that he stood up for himself. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, it is funny where it's like this is the like, right response. The seventh grade version is like, very well. This is the battlefield you have chosen. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I shall defeat you on this battlefield. Right? That's great. That's really funny. You have chosen the terms of war. <laughs> right? That's like, funny. It, it, that's what it is. Yeah, that's By the great. way, I made a quick joke about um, Columbine shooter Dylan Klebold yes. earlier. Yes. And it did make me realize this. What's the other guy? How, do, how does he feel about the fact? Because I remember Dylan Klebold. I don't remember the other guy's name. And that's interesting to me. Like, that is weird. They want it to be known in infamy. They, they want it to go down in infamy, right? And I can remember Dylan Klebold's name, but I don't remember the other kid. Was Dylan the uh, the head guy? I don't know. I've I don't always know felt like they were just sort of in it together. But I do think the stand-up comedian in me, the human being in me is like, don't joke about these things. Yeah. Why are you even talking about it right now? But the stand-up comedian in me is like, there is comedy in the idea of like the other Columbine shooter mm -hmm. in hell right now. Being like, ah, oh, come on. Looking over at Dylan going, they always talk about Dylan. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Dylan, 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 Dylan. Uh, this email is from Sabrina. Hold on. Then the devil throws a football and it breaks his nose. That's cute. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> April 14th. Hey, Sugar Bears. I thought about my embarrassing youth since I saw the latest episode, and so I took a dive into my upgraded. old diaries. To Sugar Bears. Dear Lord, Ooh. problems of a teenager, LOL. This I, is so fun. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot that I was into Tony Danza in 93, and Damn. that most of the years, 93 to 98, were only he said, she said Look, shit. it was Germany in the 90s, okay? Things were weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They were just when getting will, over that whole wall thing. Yep. When will Germany return to normal? <laughs> I think it's like now-ish. Yeah, sure, maybe. Ish. Um, some stuff wasn't nice to be remembered, like the suicide of a classmate or the bullying I oh. had to go through, yep. but it is what it is or was, and it all led to the person I am today, so all cool. Yes. The most embarrassing incident of my teenage years contains a love letter from me. I have to mention that I was absolutely not a girly teenager. Midi hair, wide jeans, wide t-shirts, and trainers or chucks. So nobody that any teenage boy would be interested in. One day, we had a new guy in our class, and my heart made a jump. He was the cutest lad I have ever seen. I must have been about 15 or 16 years old. You said lad, and I immediately pictured a cockney. <laughs> like, like Hello, a, Sabrina. Like a 70-year-old <laughs> cockney guy. Just sitting there, I'm the new kid, yeah. I'm the new kid, that's what I do, yeah. All right, it's a, right. a never-been-kissed yeah. scenario. Yeah. Uh, Good evening, my lady. <laughs> uh, when some weeks went by, I decided to write him a love letter. My first what's love this letter... What's this <laughs> ever bt yeah. dubs i put my whole heart in it and Ooh. i even ended it with a lipstick kiss on the paper oh, oh, this yeah. is so it's a nightmare but also sabrina i applaud you 
for your misguided like bravery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, we all understand writing that love note is a, oh. is like ooh, it's, it's cringy. It's about to get horrible. But <laughs> I will applaud regardless of outcome. I will applaud your younger self for putting your younger self out there because yes. that's a good thing deep down to have. We all have to go through the awkward period. But this is good. Oh, yeah. I'm proud of young Sabrina. Now let's hear okay. what happened Lipstick to that Lipstick kiss poor on girl. the paper. The next day, I secretly passed it to him. And what did that fucker do? He yelled no. loudly, Oh, my God, Sabrina wrote me a letter. Ew. Then he laughed and threw it out the window. The whole class Not laughed. Not even reading it. The whole class laughed, of course, about me, and I just wanted to drop dead. Thank goodness he didn't read it out yeah, loud. Yeah. yeah, of course. So what can I say? This was my first and last love letter I ever wrote, but be assured I am over it, dot, 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 especially since I saw that blonde bastard 15 years later in a local bar. Of course he was blonde. He looked exactly the same, but I have changed completely from that boyish team into a mid-20s women. Woman, that's my mistake, not hers. She became two women. Maybe it was devil alcohol who guided me, but I decided to walk up to him. I said, you're Philip, right? King Philip. He lit up and with a huge smile said yes and asked where I knew him from. I just said the name of the school and the year. He kept smiling and said, oh, wow, I must have made an impression when you still remember me. Well, well, I could have done some proper and adult talking, but thanks to plenty of drinks and the memory of my embarrassment floating to the top of my thoughts, I answered with a huge smile. Yes, you made an impression. You were a heartless and arrogant piece of shit. I turned around and walked away, leaving him behind with his mouth wide open. Was it immature? Probably. Was it right? Maybe not. But hell, it felt awesome, and I would probably do it again. Yeah. It was a fun excursion, but enough now from Frau Spassbeer's Confused teenage years. Love you guys. Oh, that's Thank awesome. Thank you, Sabrina. I love that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad the 15 years later thing yeah. happened. This is, this, is, this is what I'm saying. Oh, you know yeah. what? We need to change this entire podcast. <laughs> we need to change the name to reflect something about like that embarrassing period of time. Like the it. seventh grade podcast. Yeah, and we yeah. just talk about these and we have guests on. Oh, mm. TM, TM, TM. I'm registering this because I think that's a good podcast. What have we done? That's a yeah, good yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would be name. fun to bring on people and have them talk about that no, stuff. That I, I should shut up right now. Craig, take all this out because it's my idea and I thought of it and I'm going to do it. <laughs> that's a all joke. right, time for one or two more. Uh, yeah, we have, to, we have time for two or three more. How's okay, that? Depending great. on how they are. Uh, this is uh, from our buddy Matt. Uh, it's uh, about episode 36, We Got Spunk. Matt Reif? Hey guys, just wanted to chime in again. In regards to getting friends together with a random shitty Walmart camera and just filming a thing, that's exactly how I got to where I am today. At its best, a scripted short film with a bunch of high schoolers and as such. The worst, it's a jackass knockoff. Chuck, we're around the same age. I believe you got a year on me, but I think all of us around this age grew up with a decent-sized helping of jackass. Jackass. I get the philosophy of just starting a thing because you want to do a thing. Wait, we're in the same age group. You and I. I mean, we're not exactly the same year, but right. we're closer than, yeah. than you oh, are. I, yeah. I'm the outlier here. Yeah. Malcolm Gladwell. I think I, I bring a youthful exuberance. You bring an exuberance. Yeah. You exude something. 
<laughs> no, but Jackass was high school for of me course. too. Yeah, 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 know, yeah. I absolutely. Yeah. I get the philosophy of just starting a thing because you want to do a thing. Nothing says you can't just turn a camera on and create magic. Yep. You guys did it, I did it, and probably a lot of the other fun bears out there can relate to this episode's subject matter. Tell that to my OnlyFans director. As we get older, all those... I'm right, I'm right here. <laughs> as we get older, all those same friends get careers, get married, have kids, life happens. It's not easy getting together with those same friends now. So I'll write a script, and we'll get our shit together and get out there and make a movie. It's a great excuse to hang out with old friends, make new ones, and have something to show for it once all is said and done. To bring this full circle, 20 years ago, my senior of high school, my senior year of high school, we were making movies and jackass videos with the camera I got for Christmas. The movie we made back then was called Midnight Bloodshed, and here we are 20 years later making the festival rounds with our movie Midnight Bloodshed. Yeah. yeah Thanks guys that. for the weekly work distraction, Matt. That's great. That. I love it. Sequel yeah. Productions. Great guy. Yeah. Sequel Productions. Yeah, check him out. He's uh, he's mm. good stuff. He actually he actually uh, sent me a Facebook message as I was reading like through some oh, of these, yeah. and it was like, "Hey, just checking in to see how you're doing." Which is yeah, that's great, nice great thing. guy. I mean, um, I'm going to ask him to change the name of his production company because <laughs> I have prequel production. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, this is from John. Greetings from Labadee, Haiti. We met on the Regal Princess last week. I'm the good-looking guy. Cough, cough. From wound socket with the six foot nine inch sun. Just oh, wanted thank to God say, he said sun at the end. <laughs> just wanted to say how much I and my wife Lynn enjoyed your shows. Sailing on Royal Caribbean currently, and the comics we have seen are not up to par with Princess so far. Wow! Keep up the good work, and let me know if you'll be up in the Northern RI, Southern MA area as a true Rhode Islander. We don't travel far unless we are on a cruise ship, John. That's, oh, that's very great. nice. That's really yeah, nice. That's I great. did not expect that. Uh, it almost sounded like your nickname was Princess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, oh. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. When I leave, when I'm out, if I get on a plane wherever I land, Princess. <laughs> that's me. I'm the Princess. I even have a little little scepter. A little scepter. You know. Uh, but no, I, I re- thank you very much. I appreciate that. I don't know if you uh, watch or listen. You maybe you do. Uh, that that message is kind and I appreciate it. It also feels like it was supposed to go to my website instead of the Fun Bearable website. But I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I I do have a memory. This was a while back. Yeah. But I do have a memory of chatting with this gentleman and he was very nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. But right. when he said he was in Haiti, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Me too. But I, it turns I, out he's just visiting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I was like, oh, this is a, a scam, spam. No, not yeah. the case. Um, the, we might be super late on this one, but uh, we are caught up to May 25th, which is not bad for That's us. That's not bad. Wow. We're, we're getting uh, it's there. It's from yeah. Logan. Hello, all. Might I start off by saying that you are all looking very attractive lately? This is one of those scams. Yep. You should probably move it on. This is true. Yeah. Wait, I mean, is this Logan Paul? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you have been so witty and on point recently. Cough sound, cough sound. This is a scam. Now that I've buttered you up, yep. Here comes the money. I was wondering if you all could do a little something for me. My fiance and I are planning an upcoming trip to the New England area, and we would greatly appreciate any recommendations you may have to offer. We plan to do a few days here and there around Rhode Island, Connecticut, Vermont, and New Hampshire around mid-October, which is when we are recording this. And not when it's coming out. (laughs) Are there any sites, food, activities you could suggest that a cursory Google search would most likely miss? The hidden gems that only locals know about, like which gas stations have the best rib sandwiches? (laughs) Where do the ghouls hang out? And what fun family activities can a dink couple crash? Dual income, no kids. 
Thanks in advance for the stellar recommendations. Thanks, but no thanks in advance to Chuck's persistent and eager offer to be our personal tour guide. <laughs> Forward that to me, and I'll, I'll give them some recommendations. That's great. That's awesome. It's, well, it's, it's like we just got it just in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so we're, we we're recording yeah. this. He yeah, will at least sure. answer him. You yeah. Know? That's great. That's really wonderful. That's very fun. Uh, Vermont, uh, truly one of my favorite things is driving to the town that I have to go to for in Vermont. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that drive. Remember the drive to uh, Manchester, Vermont? Yeah. And we went to the cheese oh, yeah, shop. Yeah. We you went know? to the cheese shop. Yeah. We got the maple lattes. Woodaloo. Uh, it was so fun. Yeah. And I love that drive because you're driving around the, uh, along the river and stuff like that. It's beautiful. I love it too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Send them some, some recommendations. Yeah. I will. Cumberland Farms has the best gas station rib sandwiches. Uh, last one. June 8th from our pal Sherry. We're so close. Happy Thursday, sirs. Listening to Matt Wayne's episode and all the oh, haircutting great. talk reminded me of a great story about my dad. My dad had the same haircut from the time he was a kid until well into adulthood. Around the time he was 40, he and my brother went to get their haircut, and when my brother came home, he bolted into the house to warn me they accidentally shaved Dad's head. I obviously thought he was joking, but nope. He walks in completely bald. Damn. It turns out the woman must have heard him wrong, and the first motion of the clippers was straight down the middle. Oh. That weekend, we went to pick up my Mamir to bring her to church in Rhode Island, where my uncle was a pastor, and she, she scrolled my dad. She was convinced... That he did it to make fun of cancer patients. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, that's the funniest thing I ever heard. I want to think she was a comic genius, but I don't think that was it. Anywho, have a great night. Why wow. would that be what you think yeah. someone's oh, doing? Making and she fun included, of cancer. Included <laughs> photos of her dad. <laughs> that is the funniest fucking thing. I that's mean, to be fair. Were they headed to like a Susan G. Komen walk for the cure? I was going to say. Just church. He did it to make fun of cancer patients. (laughs) (laughs) Shave your own own head. (laughs) That's insane. That is insane. But yeah, that's a, that is a definitely a bad haircut story. Wow. That's also, if someone, if you're a barber, or a, a hairstylist of any kind. If someone's yeah. If somebody sits down in your chair and goes, I want you to shave my head, I need you to check. Could right? confirm. You three have times. to go three times. Yeah. So you want me to shave your head <laughs> with these clippers. <laughs> z, z, z. You want me to shave All your head. All the way down, yes. baby. You want me to shave your head like you're making fun of cancer patients. And they have to go, that's, yes. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, well, that. Uh, Why do you think I have all these lesions? <laughs> I want to make fun of AIDS patients. That's that is, uh, that is that that's incredible. That's fine. This, this is a very that short is great. Yeah. Email here. Uh, where were we? All right. We're in going. June. Yep. Past June. All right. Uh, June twenty first from our buddy Eric. Uh, syrup pronunciation. I say syrup. Just when we shook hands and made nice. <laughs> Now we're going to get into it again. Eric says syrup. Most people I know say it this way. I have heard a few say sear up, but very few. I also live in the South, Tennessee. Oh, okay. So they this could play into it. Yeah. They, uh, they also say it's like, a regional blah, thing. Blah, 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 you know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> it's a regional thing. <laughs> shave my head next. <laughs> syrup, I, I believe, is the real pronunciation of it that sometimes is. Uh, shifted based on regional accents and pre- preferable, preferable things. 
the same way I was saying Jimmy's earlier, mm-hmm. right? I grew up in Connecticut when I was a small boy, and sprinkles are called shots. You got to put shots oh, on. Wow. Do you want shots on it? And I remember wow, moving. I like that. Yeah, I like how you're like. This is the most fascinating thing you've ever mentioned on this podcast. Uh, no, no. So when I moved to Maine, yeah, where they say Jimmy's, mm. uh, at the first time getting like an ice cream cone or whatever, and uh, I went, "Can I have shots on it?" And the woman being like, "What?" You know what I mean? Like yeah. truly, just like bourbon. What like what the She's fuck like, are you get out of here okay. right like that kind of thing yeah <laughs> this is the best cone i've ever had i want to slap my wife you know? this is from, uh, but uh, but real quick i think it is a regional thing I, yeah. I really do i mean if we want if we had to go to miriam or webster or oxford we could check the the actual thing right. we could have yeah. done our research and checked what syrup is right i think but it's do we syrup. trust those sources yeah, do we trust if, if the we OED? Trust, yeah. If, yeah. if I'm right, I do trust them. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. This one is about episode 46, which was our DC uh, crossover. crossover uh, yeah. Pitch Doctors. Yeah, so this is from Chad. Loved episode 46. Pitch Doctors would have loved to have Ray read his pitch to Walt Flanagan to get his personal reactions to each of those comics and oh, see yeah. what Walt remembers they about love them. them. Yeah, they, that's they fun. They love that stuff, yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's some of my most delightful uh, oh, the, info. Yeah, the offensive, outdated comic topics. Yeah, remember Hemo Goblin? <laughs> Do you remember that? No, I brought that up. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the one that. Which one is he? He gives people AIDS. <laughs> he's the Hemo Goblin. <laughs> we are in the month of July. <gasps> July seventh from Tom Freedom Month. We, uh, I, I believe, on the on a, on a previous episode, we had talked about. Desserts being gay. What is the straightest dessert? Yes, which, uh, by the way, update on that. We yep. were joking about that. Yep. That has fully become a bit in my stand-up. That's great. Well, uh, here's, here's the other end. Yeah, I, well, it's tricky, though, because it's like, it is weird where it's the first time doing this podcast yep. where I'm like, oh, a thing that came up is now a bit. Yes. You know what I mean? That's that great. is it's a weird thing. I don't like it. I don't like it. You could uh, tell Chuck's you story about seeing a boob. Rejected Halloween costumes. No, no, no. I I'll the only stuff it, it, this is the comedy nerdery in me, yep. but truly ethically in comedy, I only felt comfortable doing it because I was the one that introduced the idea of right. that thing and I went, "Okay, I will I will do that. I will never take anything that comes from you guys. Well, that's that. my boob it's story. Low quality. I don't want. Uh, I don't want your boob story. This is from Tom. I have my own boob story. <laughs> sure you do. Tom, July. <laughs> what does that mean? You've never seen a boob in your life. <laughs> this is from Tom. You got me on July seventh. <laughs> it's called straightest dessert. Ooh, I read that. Book. Hey guys, UK fun bear from the start. Definitely the straightest dessert is the cheese board. But not one of those fruity grazing plates. Grapes on the cheese board should not be eaten if you want to maintain your masculinity. A chutney is uncertain ground and probably depends on the sweet-to-spice ratio. This may need to be judged on a case-by-case basis. Stay classy, Tom. Tom cheese board as a dessert? We'll get there. Tom, I appreciate you. Thank you for being a uh, lovely, loyal Watch your listener. Uh, and uh, being from the UK, wonderful. Big fan. Oh, and that- I get that you would like cheese being a UK resident. 
because cheese is a big thing. When's the deal? Uh, and also there is, uh, yeah, cheese board at the end of a meal is a, is a regular occurrence, I think. You know, it can be. Um, I would say if we're sexualizing it, if we're creating a sexual preference for the item, right? In, in like uh, most cake is gay, all, you know, a little gay. Mm-hmm. I think a cheese board's a little gay. And, and here's why. Uh, what I think of is um, someone perhaps saying like, should we have a chevra? You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. It's Does that not, make sense? It's, it's not like. They're deciding hey, the, what cheese is. Yeah. It's, it's not like, hey, the game's on. You know what? Yeah. Should, you to me, see. masculine cheese is like cheddar or a craft single. Yeah, cheddar or other cheddar. I don't picture like hyper masculinity being like, is, oh, is that man? Is, that manchego is that age twelve I, months or, I, I or will say eighteen? The exception is uh, seated to my left because man, oh man, that boy loves cheese. I I love cheese. Are you kidding me? But. I, d- I don't know if that is masculine. Can I ask you a question about this? Yeah. Cheese board, okay. Yeah. Charcuterie, the meat aspect, though, that does feel pretty masculine to me. Like a nice hard pastrami. It's all been made dainty. It's all been made tiny little things. I don't know. The taste can be harsh. The taste can be rough. The taste can be all-consuming. Sure, but I don't think that's a... Uh, it doesn't strike me... I think having little portions of things is not like the masculine thing. D- dainty you know? is hard to argue with. Yeah. You get some dainty. Yeah. I think if you put it on a cracker, already we're in shaky territory in terms of like straightness. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 It's tough. It's I, I got to say. This I, is one for the ages, folks. I, I can see the meats. I can, can you see the meats being a little masculine? I can see the meats. Like a peppery like a peppery uh, yeah. pastrami thing. That's, that's masculine right. if we're having it as a... Here, uh, let's uh, let's make this a little more uh, clinical, right? Let's take the the board away, okay? Let's take a slice of one of those cheeses or okay. one of those meats, right? Right? Uh, you've got like a slice of pepperoni. Yeah. Is it more masculine when it's put on pizza, or if you take that away and put it with a few other slices of pepperoni next to all of these like little mm. intricate slices of cheeses and I meats. think with pizza it's more masculine. Pizza's more masculine. I think once you break it down to the little tray of things, I, I think you're losing it. I, I can't think gr- you're disagree it. with the daintiness. I've got an email that's very nice. Dainty's bulletproof. You can't to, fight it. To close on. Okay, but Tom, close. thank you. You've given us something else to think about late, this late is, at night. Yeah, there's yes, a lot. That's... Something, another thing for Ray and Chuck to argue about and then shake in hands a whole and foods. agree to disagree with. <laughs> We're going to argue in a Whole Foods <laughs> yeah, about it. We're slapping each other. Yeah. Uh, By the way, aged Gouda, top. Uh, top of the list for, for a cheese board cheese or a charcuterie or anything like that. Aged Gouda. You I'm know, just going to throw that out there. I've been eating smoked Gouda and red grapes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like a smoked Gouda. It's fun. It's a it's a soft cheese. You get that aged Gouda. It's like beautiful hard cheddar with the crystals. Uh, Fuck off! I love it. Crystal eating cheese yeah. sticks, mozzarella sticks, yeah. TJ Fridays. Too spicy otherwise. Uh, this is from Aubrey, uh, from July thirteenth. Hey Ray, Chuck, and Brad. Ray went first on that one. Wow. Yeah. I've been meaning to email you to let you all know how much I immensely enjoy the podcast. I work at a company where I can listen to podcasts while I do metallurgical testing. And the amount of times I have hysterically laughed because of your segments, especially the Indiana Jones and Halloween episodes, has gotten me a lot of quizzical looks from my coworkers. 
I came to Funbearable after listening to all the Ray Harrington Must episodes, which I discovered after attending Ray's stand-up show in Hartford, Connecticut at City Steam, the show where, the, cr- there again. The show where the crowd was chanting one more joke. Oh my God. There's so many cosigns on this. It sounds, it sounds like I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> During that time, I was about to move to Connecticut from Massachusetts, and I didn't have that many friends from the area. During that show, I met some people at the table I was sitting at, and we have since made a large friend group that has gotten into many shenanigans together over the past year and a half. Wow, Wow. you created a friend group. I'm a shared trauma. You're a daddy (laughs) ray. If I didn't go to your show that night, I wouldn't have met them, so I wanted to thank you. Sliding doors. Keep up the good work. I hope you three come to Connecticut soon, and I will continue to be an avid listener. Best wishes from the Constitution and Nutmeg State. Aubrey. Thank you, wow. Aubrey. That truly made my day. Thank you very wow, much. I'm so fun. glad that, that uh, there's so much positivity there. I was just back at City Steam, and the energy was not the same. <laughs> in other words... <laughs> One last joke. Yeah. In other words, where were you, Aubrey? <laughs> Aubrey, and, and your pack of friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I did just do City Steam again uh, last weekend. Yep. And uh, I was so excited to go back because I had a really fun weekend the time before. Yeah. And everybody was fine. It, they weren't bad shows. Yeah. But the energy, it's so strange. Like, this isn't uh, probably entertaining for most people, but it really, I think most comics would get this idea of the energy in the room was off. I hear you. Yeah. And it was odd because it was the same way both nights. And it, to the point where, like, Saturday night, I think I told you on the phone, like, it was one of those shows, and it was so weird. I was telling Brian Bowden about this, another family member of the pod, right? Yeah. Uh, I said the the energy was so weird. He's like, yeah, City Steam. And I was like, uh, Saturday night, like, the better I did, the harder it got. And he was like, yep, that's that room. Wow. And it's this weird thing of, like, the harder the jokes are hitting, the more into it they are. But I don't think they necessarily know how to be a crowd, how to be an audience. Okay. So they're into it, and therefore they're into the topic, and then they look at each other and they talk about that topic real quick. Uh, Right at the end of every bit. I know. And it was just like getting them back to the thing. that's rough. And kind of screwing with the timing and stuff like that. It was just an odd feeling in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that. It was very odd, and uh, it did give me a sense of like maybe some giving into the 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 worse instinct yeah that i had at one point i was doing a thing about my son and santa right. i have this bit about the songs about santa yes and i was doing that bit and i got to a point i was like because it's really hard with kids not knowing and i don't know where he stands right and i it's just going to be really difficult to come back to a point in our in you know as a father and have to sit down with my 9-year-old and say you know god isn't real and i thought it was funny right. and yeah. people laughed yep. uh and and like the a good majority of the crowd like understood the yeah. the corollary between the two right. yes and there was a there was a contingent in the <laughs> audience that was not happy with yeah. it right 
And I laughed because I'm like, I don't do that. That's not in my act. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that line is not there. It was just a rift moment. Yeah. Right? And in that moment, I was like, don't do that again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, the energy was so strange this time. And yeah. last time it was delightful. It was because Aubrey was there. Yes. Aubrey, Aubrey was the, the changer. Yes. Yeah, she's the secret. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a way. I wish there was a location. And you go there. Okay. Say like a series of stores and things around, you know, maybe a parking lot or something. Yeah, yeah. That you could go there and know that Aubrey's going to be there. Yeah. Huh. I just don't know what you would call it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Aubrey Center. Yeah, there you go. I think Aubrey was... Mall. Aubrey. Mm, but what if they want to all be outside? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, uh, Aubrey Gardens. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Well, it feels like we're on the cusp. We're close. Because people would converge, yeah. Like, uh, I, I'd like it to sound like a place. Right. But, but yes. more Italian. But, but yeah, more Italian. Yeah. Uh, oh, Aubrey Piazza. Oh, All right, we got there. We did it. Thank you, yeah. Aubrey Pizza. Uh, uh, but no, genuinely, that is very sweet. Uh, uh, I earlier said that was the nicest compliment I could get, and I take it back. Wow. I take it back from the uh, the previous, the, uh, the couple with a child. Yep. Mm-hmm. Revoked. <laughs> Second nicest thing I've ever, I've, I've I ever mean, received. I mean, I'll say this: at the time you received it, it was the it nicest was. thing. Yeah, right. it's, it's since, since been, been surpassed. Yeah, yes. yeah. Exactly. and now Aubrey reigns above all else. Wow. wow, that's great, guys! I think I have a crush on this Aubrey girl. <laughs> I was gonna say, I want to see what she looks like. <laughs> She's so nice. I don't care about what she looks like. I want to have an emotional relationship with Aubrey. All right, you're married. That's wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yours is way worse than mine. I I'm a horny single boy. Just. Went, listen, sometimes people need a fifth wheel. <laughs> and we're, we're just bringing all Me of them. Me and Brad are three and four. <laughs> <laughs> what a toxic relationship. I like what we just did was uh, we essentially treated all the emails as like the uh, the opening information in an improv show. Yeah. yeah. And then we did a quick improv at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. But genuinely, I can't thank you enough. Uh, let's send Aubrey everything. Yeah. She uh, gets it all. That's I'm very easy to please. <laughs> for sure. For thank, sure. Thank you to everyone who wrote in and yes, the people who have you. written in after July 13th that we haven't gotten to we're yet. We're coming we're to get it. There. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. We're, we are making a... Conceded. What's not conceded? Concerted. No, you make well, a conceded yeah, effort. One, one third of this effort is conceded. <laughs> I'm a concerned effort. <laughs> um, what would yours be? Concerto. <laughs> oh, okay. A converted effort. <laughs> a conversion effort. So I, uh, I, I do think we are making like whatever a step below concerted effort is. Right. Yeah, we're making that for the for the uh, the emails. We're gonna get to current, yeah. and then we're gonna stay current. And yeah. then I, we've talked about this. We're gonna read future emails. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> to be like Precog. Yeah, yeah, this like one Minority Report. This one's from uh, December of 2031, and it just says "Help, help! So hot, so thirsty." <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know. They're horny, I guess. I don't know. Enjoy the club. Yeah, you're like, I'll take that one. Hot and thirsty. I, my two favorite things. Uh, I got one uh, from around the same time. Uh, it's supposed to be red right now, and it's just the word duck. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you're reading this, <laughs> I'm alive and well in 1885. <laughs> oh, this isn't for us. Yeah. I'm walking through a mill building, right? Yes. Oh, wait, no, that's a callback to a different episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all right. Sorry. Um, folks, thank you all so much for writing in. If you'd like to write in for future episodes, future mail sack episodes, funbearablepod at gmail.com or through the socials at funbearablepod. We're always happy to hear from y'all, compliments or otherwise, but mostly compliments. Or so cut out letters from a magazine and send us a physical envelope yeah. uh, that will scare the horrifying shits out of us. Please that's don't. Fun. Please don't. No, it's not. Yeah. Somebody's going to do it and it's really going to frighten me. Yeah, that's true. That is pretty scary. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all we've got for today. Uh, for Brad Roar, that's me, and Ray Harrington, that's him. How did you and forget how to close a, an episode? <laughs> <laughs> that's him. <laughs> that's the guy over there. <laughs> and Chuck Staten. I'm Brad Roar. No, no, there we go. That, that's me. For Ray Harrington and Chuck Staten, I'm Brad Roar. That's me. <laughs> no, you did it again. That's me. <laughs> Can wait, you do it? Wait, I'm Ray, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. And I we're gotta sorry. get back to Staten Island. We're sorry for being fun bearable. <laughs> Sounds like you're a pretty cool guy. Thanks. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs>